Hey folks, my name is Ike Morgan and we are down in Alabama. Now, we're literally down in Alabama covering as much news as we can from Lookout Mountain to Mobile Bay. And Down in Alabama is also the name of our show. We spend about three to five minutes daily going over a handful of news and culture stories that are a mix of the top stories and maybe the most overlooked stories and sometimes just the most Alabama stories of the day. Now, there's not a strict definition of what the most Alabama stories of the day are, but you know them when you see them. So y'all come on by and give us a listen and bring a sense of humor because we take the news seriously, but not ourselves. The show is called Down in Alabama, and we're available wherever you listen to your podcasts. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. As the novel coronavirus wreaks havoc in Alabama and across the world, these are the stories of those seeking to survive the disease and its economic strain. I didn't hear any suggestions that, you know, that stricter regulations are coming down, are coming down soon. It's just not something that many Alabamians react to well, you know, being told by government that you have to do something. Today we hear from AL.com reporter Mike Kaysen and columnist Kyle Whitmire. Folks, in just a couple of weeks, it will mark the four-month period that our state has responded to COVID-19. And I am fully aware the physical, mental, and emotional pain that this has caused our people. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey held a press conference from Montgomery on Tuesday, announcing an extension of Alabama's safer-at-home order through July 31st. The order, in place since May 1st, was set to expire on Friday. Ivey is extending the order through the end of July, as COVID case numbers in Alabama continue to rise. This is an unprecedented year, for not only for our state, but for our entire country and the world. We've lost family and friends to a new aggressive deadly virus. As of Wednesday, June 30th, 2020, there are 37,536 confirmed cases in Alabama with 926 confirmed deaths, according to the Alabama Department of Public Health. I spoke to AL.com state government reporter Mike Kaysen about what Ivy said and what power she has to enforce a mask order in Alabama. People who've never filed unemployment have experienced pain in the loss of their job. Our citizens have been hurting in multiple ways. So Mike, Governor Kay Ivey held a press conference today. Some of us expected that she might close the beaches or issue a stay-at-home order. But what did happen? Uh, well, none of that happened. The governor uh, extended the current safer at home order for four more weeks. It was due to expire July 3rd, Friday, and she extended it through July 31st. So nothing changed as far as what's opened and closed. So nothing's different. Was there any change from what we've been doing since the last time she issued this same order? No, nothing changed other than the governor and Dr. Scott Harris, you know, reiterating that this is still with us. Uh, we're deep in it. Uh, Dr. Harris said that there are more people in the hospital statewide with COVID now than there have been at any time during the pandemic, which was a, you know, I think an important point. But as far as what people are required to do and can do and can't do, as far as I can tell, there's no, no changes. 
What about masks? KIV said that it would be impossible to enforce any mask order. Why is it impossible? Why would it be different than, say, enforcing seatbelt laws? Well, that's a good question. That was the point not only that she made, but that uh, I think I think the mayor of Greenville said that, you know, he didn't support a mask requirement. But, I mean, it's obviously a debatable point. The, the state representative, Dexter Grimsley, who was on the press conference, whose sister died of COVID a, uh, a while back, he said we're going to be debating for years whether or not state officials made the right decision on this. But he said... He said that the things we do know is that is that wearing a mask helps. So we need to do the things we do know help. But I don't I don't have a good answer to your question of, of why the governor said it's unenforceable, although obviously it would be hard to enforce, but you could have some enforcement. Uh, I guess one, one of the arguments is that, you know, cities can still pass mask ordinances and there's communities are so different. Rural communities there, you know, there obviously would be less need for a mask requirement there, but I don't know. I don't have a good answer to that. Does KIV have the power to order everyone in the state to wear a mask? What are the limits of her power? Uh, As as I understand it, she has very broad powers under the, uh, you know, under the emergency management law. And uh, yes, I think I think she does have that power. Uh, I mean, if she had the power to close businesses, uh, I think she has the power to, to order people to wear masks. You know, that may be subject of a court challenge at some point. But it's my understanding that she has that authority if she if she chose to do it. Well, so, Mike, what now? Did anything she said today suggest that things will change in Alabama, especially as numbers continue to spike up and down the state? No, I didn't. I didn't hear anything suggesting that that the state is prepared to, to take another step. She and Dr. Harris and the other two speakers just continue to stress the seriousness of this and and that we're still in the thick of it. But I didn't hear any suggestions that, you know, that stricter regulations are coming down are coming down soon. Did this surprise you at all? I know that she said that if case numbers continue to grow and hospitals become more strained than they already are, that she reserves the right to reverse course. But was this a surprising announcement today? I didn't find it surprising just because the last couple of appearances, the governor has sort of leaned toward the personal responsibility argument the last couple of times she's spoken on this. So I would have been surprised if she had closed beaches or closed bars, although, you know, you know, some people would have supported that, I think. But no, I didn't find it surprising. Well, Mike, thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me, Ben. I appreciate it. I also spoke to AL.com columnist Kyle Whitmire about the Safer at Home extension and why we aren't seeing more action from the state as cases continue to grow in Alabama. Kyle, the governor had a press conference today where nothing really changed about how the state will respond to a coronavirus during the next month. What was your reaction to the extension of the Safer at Home order? Um, Not very surprised at all. And Governor Ivey, pretty much said this in the press conference, but, you know, as this thing goes further and further, there is really less and less that state government really seems capable of doing um, to to curb the increase in, in coronavirus cases. You know, she took pretty aggressive action early on and has been steadily, you know, walking that back as we face, you know, out of 
you know, the safer at home orders. But look, I mean, it, she said it, it really comes down to you know, the best thing that people can do right now, but for, for anybody can do is, is to wear masks. And when, when you're in public and that's up to, to individuals and she made it clear that she does not think that there is a, an effective way for the state to mandate that. Obviously, some of our, our city and county leaders feel differently. We, we have a, a mask mandate now here in Jefferson County. Mobile is considering one as we speak. But even as we've had one here in Birmingham, uh, I've, I've been places where I've seen people not wearing the masks. And it, it, really does put, it really does put the responsibility on individuals. And I don't know yet how well that's working. Well, I spoke to our colleague Mike Kaysen earlier, and he reiterated the governor has pretty broad power in a crisis like this. If she can shut down beaches and parks and businesses and otherwise, she could issue an order to make us all wear masks. And she mentioned, like you just said, that it would be difficult to enforce. And I just wonder, do you think that's the only reason she's not issuing the order? Obviously, masks in much of this pandemic, they've been politicized to a large degree, do you sense that's at play at all right now? Or do you think that it's just that it would be too difficult to enforce? Well, you know, I've often joked that the motto of Alabama is we dare defend our rights, but our unofficial motto is we shall not be told. And it's just part of our culture here that if someone says, you know, tie your shoes, you know, that you'll just kick your shoes off instead and go barefoot. It's, it's just not something that we've that, that many Alabamian, Alabamians react to well, you know, being told by government that you have to do something. You know, we have people right now arguing, and I've, I've had these arguments with people saying that this is some sort of infringement on people's constitutional rights. You know, no one ever really said that about, you know, signs in stores saying no shirt, no shoes, no service, but somehow if we say no mask, no service, it becomes a problem. Look, there's, you know, it, it's it's in our Declaration of Independence. Government gets its powers from the consent of the governed. And what we saw here in Alabama on, when, you know, the governor did have more more serious restrictions in place was that people had had enough of it and people were ready to start pushing back against it, including sheriffs and mayors and other public officials. And at some point, if you use that power, if you put those heavier restrictions in place and people just say, no, not doing it, not going to abide by it, you're put in the difficult position of having to decide whether to jail people or to give up. And I think in this case, the governor's office is more or less given up. Well, and numbers continue to spike all over the state. And Ivy and her office, they certainly know this. Why aren't we seeing drastic changes? I mean, you said that they seem to have given up. But during the course of this, as it's happening, as these numbers continue to go up, other than this extension of what the state was already doing, when it looks like what we're doing isn't working, it seems like the need for change would be now, but they don't feel that way. Well, I think there needs to be a, a reexamination of what we know about the virus now versus what we knew in March and April. 
you know, there's still a lot left that's unknown, but, you know, we do have a pretty good sense that transmission happens indoors with lots of group, lots of people together, breathing, talking the same, you know, using the same air. You know, if, if there's a, an option to be explored here, it's, you know, leaving beaches and outdoor parks and stuff like that open, which probably we should have done in the first place with the benefit of hindsight, but leaving bars closed or leaving entertainment venues closed. But the, the, you know, the thing that the Department of Public Health keeps saying is that they're not seeing the sort of super spreader events that we saw very early on. We're not able to trace a lot of these, you know, this, this spread back to very distinct sources. So even if they tried to, to make the argument that we need to close down bars again, that we need to close down restaurants and entertainment venues, they might still have a hard time you know, convincing people that they're doing that based on data and science and not just their, their best guess or the best hunch. Well, finally, Kyle, just as a concerned Alabamian, what are you looking for from Ivy right now? What's something that she could do within her power that you think would help today? Well, she's got to use the bully pulpit. Uh, she did that a little bit today. I mean, the the biggest problem that we've had with Ivy is this is the first time she's made a, a had a press conference like this in a month. We need public officials stepping out saying what the mayor of Tupelo said this week, which is, "Look, y'all, this is not some anti-fascist conspiracy. This is not George Soros. This isn't the Bill and Melinda Gates." foundation trying to put a microchip in you this is a real problem and the only way that we're going to be able to beat this thing back is if everybody agrees to a very simple inconvenience when they're out of the house and i think she needs to be frank i mean she she was she got a little away there today but she needs to tell people there's not a lot that she can do to make people do what they need to do. Uh, I, I think by being a little vulnerable and being direct about it, I think people will be more open to hearing that message and be more receptive to it than, you know, if she comes back next week and says, sorry, y'all, we have to, we have to go back into lockdown. Kyle, thank you very much. Thank you, Ben. Well, we are not overwhelmed yet. We should not think that because our summer feels more normal than our spring that we are back to normal fact is folks we are still in the thick of this virus disease and it is deadly if you or anyone you know is affected by coronavirus and want to share your story please email bflanagan at al.com that's bfl a-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thanks for listening.